Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. And put your camera on if you're a newcomer. Anandamai? Hi. Hi, sir. Uh, can I go ahead with my question? This is the first time I'm join, joining in, yes, so I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So my daughter was born in US, sir, um, 2007. When she was two, uh, I came to India along with her. And then uh, we were both. So after I came back to India, my ex-husband um, took the um, custody of her. That it was an ex-party decision. And uh, based on that, he enrolled into CPIAP program. And um, I was not able to extend her passport because every time I get that done, it used to get rejected. So I think mm-hmm. because of And we were not in connect, uh, contact with him. We have no contact with him since last 14 years. Like since 2009, we have no contacts. So now she's 16. I was, I read somewhere in online that, you know, she can extend her passport because that would be an adult passport. But because of the CPIAP program, I'm not sure if that will uh, impact her passport. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just an immigration lawyer, ma'am. So okay. that looks to be something more like a family law. Okay. Is this not, does this not uh, fall under immigration? Because she's currently in India. So she's currently okay. in India and she cannot extend the yeah. passport? Yeah, she's currently in India. She's not able to extend her passport. Every time we apply for the passport renewal, it's getting rejected. What's the reason? Did you it by any chance? Sorry. Well, yeah. wait, wait. Was there a custody issue and you took the daughter and went to India? There was no custody order by that time. There was no custody case also running at that time. We were definitely staying separate, separate. And I, I got my daughter. Uh, and I, I took my daughter. Yeah. When you say you took your daughter, did you get the permission from the court? No, I did not get any permission. So the daughter belongs to both your husband and you. Is that right? No, after I came back to India, he took that order. Can you, can you, can you? The child belongs to both mom and dad, is right? Yes, yes, yes. So you just took the daughter and ran away? Yes, not ran away. I came to India and he did file the abduction yeah, case. Yeah. I, I fought that abduction case as well. That's also uh, that so long. He filed, so he, he filed the abduction case. He filed the abduction case on you. So what happened yes, yes, with yes. the abduction case? I, I hired a lawyer and I fought that case and... Uh, I don't know what to say, but that's over. I mean, it. I was not uh, charged of anything. What is over? When you say the case is over, can you explain what happened with the case? 
I don't remember the terminology, but uh, I was give me one minute. Uh, give me one. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yeah, you are saying that you won the case. I need to mm. look into the documentation because abduction uh -huh. is a criminal case against you. Yes, yes, so yes. So I, yes. I, I don't know what happened after that. So I that is very important. And no. I was no, 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 not. No, no, I no, have no. the order copy. Okay. I need that degree, and okay. also I, I you, need to, you need to understand that the mm -hmm. child belongs to both the people. So yes. if you have the degree. Then you can have consultation with me. I'll discuss with you. Yeah, yeah. I try have to see degree. how to get a passport for. Okay. Okay. I have it. My, my colleague will, Yeah. Yeah, my colleague will give you a link. Then you make an appointment. Okay. okay? Sure, you. sure. And how how will the how will I be given the link, sir? In, in the chat. In the chat. Okay. Sure. Okay then. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. Gaurav. Uh, hi, uh, thank you very much uh, for the opportunity. I have a quick question. Uh, so my wife, uh, uh, she got uh, her H4 EAD approved on December uh, 14th, this year, 2022. Uh, but on the mm -hmm. approval date, uh, you know, the date has mentioned, you know, beginning validated from 2024 instead of 2022. Uh, so I just wanted to understand that. Is it like a common typographic error or uh, you know, what should I be doing to make that correct? Um, you should request the USCIS to correct it though. Okay. okay. And yeah, on the, on the approval uh, notice, it is written that I should be mailing EAD. Like, is that the yes. route for that or, or should I raise the yeah. service request? I mean, you, have to mail you raise a service request and you have to, you have to request a duplicate copy and you have to give their green card. You have to give the EAD to them before they give you a new one. Okay. Okay, so so should I wait for the service request? Uh, no, nah, they won't do anything in the service request. You'll have to send okay. the, car, uh, the EAD back. Next person, please. Naga. Hi, uh, thank you. This is the first time to this group. Um, and I have my question is uh, my currently my perm is in progress. Uh, I haven't received any approval, and my visa is maxing out in April first week. At the same time, my wife is pregnant and the due date is April 2nd week. So is there any way I can extend my stay due to my wife's condition? Oh, I did not pay attention. Can you repeat again? So you, sorry, go ahead. Repeat yeah, again. Uh, right now, my perm is in progress. I have made to receive uh -huh. my uh, GC process. And my yes. current visa mm -hmm. is maxing out in April 1st week. And mm -hmm. my wife is pregnant. Her due date, delivery date is April 2nd week. I got it. So, you can apply for a yeah. B2 visa and extend your status. Okay. Uh, for both of us, mine and uh, my yes. wife? Yes. So will there be any issue with uh, uh, GC processing by converting into B2? In the no, futures? there will not be an issue. You're good. Okay. 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 Yeah. Thank you. And what, yeah, you can, you can convert because she can't travel at this point of time. It's not right for her to travel. So you can yes, apply for yeah. B2. You can apply for okay. B2. Okay. And watch this 10 minute video. I'm sending it to you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Mahendra. Hey, hi. Thank you. I'm also a newcomer here. Um, Rahul, my question is, uh, I have a priority date of 2013 EB2. I have uh, my mm -hmm. EAD approved. 
my question mm-hmm. is uh, if if eb3 moves ahead uh, what can i do now in preparation for eb3 date becoming current what's your priority date you said 2013 uh, uh, june yeah so what you can do is you can get a you can have an i140 filed under eb3 and make yourself ready for eb3 and eb2 whichever comes first you can go through so a new perm and new 140 right no sir no sir you said you got the labor approved in eb2 is right yes you can use the same labor to file the i140 application for the eb3 okay got it you don't have to file one more form use the same right. form eb2 form can always be used for eb3 but not vice versa okay but i have to stay with the same employer not use my ead is that right uh no you file the 485 right yes i did no you you uh, yeah for for you to use the same form you have to you have to be with the same company you're right and not but you can use the ead and use the ead oh, okay i know you can use it you can use the ead you can use the ead If you Thank want you. to refile the entire 48 application you would need require you would require to file a, you would need to be you, you cannot use the ead but if you are going to interfile it you can use the ead next person please thank you ankit hey hi rahul uh, thanks once again for conducting this so my question is a lot of people commute between michigan and windsor to be able to work uh-huh. in us live in canada right so can someone do that between a uh, blaine washington and surrey in british columbia as well so say that my employer is in seattle and remote work is permitted for me can i can i request them to have an address at blaine in washington and i travel there in the morning and in the evening come back to surrey yeah it's the same rule the rules are same mm-hmm. nothing different but you know place you're speaking i'm not very aware of it but as long as the rules are same if there is a border post can you cross every single day you can but but here in blaine washington you know they actually go to the work site but here i'm not going to the work site uh, i um, i'm working in it and remote work is permitted so i'll be working from my home so wait, is wait, that wait, wait 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 so you are on h1b yes so normally the yeah people who are in windsor what mm-hmm. they do is that every day they come to detroit and go back right but they work so, at the actual location right they, they work at the detroit correct they work at the detroit so if you are a canadian i'm assuming you are a canadian green card and you are okay. staying in canada and then what do you want to do in canada you want to come every day to us or you don't want to i want to come to us and work there so that you know i can have a us salary but at the same time okay. i want to live in canada so that i i have a part to so you want to travel so you want to travel every single day to usa and go back yes but but you know yeah, like that's my, fine you can do you can do employer, that my employer is in seattle but you know i want to i want to travel to blaine which is 2 hours from seattle okay then you have to get a h1b amendment to blaine okay but i can do that you can do that okay but you have to get and an amendment first Okay, okay, and then Next no, point. no issues in traveling, right? Like questioning at the border. They can always question. You can always explain you're traveling on this one. Nothing wrong with it. 
Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. I, I'm asking this one for my wife. So she came to US uh, in the last year, December on H4B visa and her H1B got picked and then approved this October. And then she's currently working from October until like this three months. And her last day of the employment is like the December 31st. And the employer said like they, they may probably withdraw her H1B in the January sometime. So I guess she is eligible for 60 days to get the job. And she already mm -hmm. has some plans to travel to India in the February. And if, if in case, if she wants to travel to, Febru uh, you know, to India in February, can she come back on H H4B again? Because she has her H4B stamped until October. Until October. Okay. And uh, what about, the, does she have an EAD? Uh, no, she doesn't have. You don't have an I-140 approval yet? I don't have an I-140 approval yet. Yeah, absolutely. She can travel and come back. She can travel okay. and come back on H4. But if she cannot, once she come back, she cannot work on H1B though. Yeah, she'll need to do a change of status after finding the job, right? You're good. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you. Oma? Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my husband and me got a green card, but my kids is not get that one. Uh, what is the process of I-130? So, uh, what visa status your kids are? Now, 485 pending status. But before that, they were on H4? H4, Aunandi. Papa ki 15 years, Babu ki 20 years, Andi. Yeah, you uh, you have to file a council processing. They can stay here, okay? okay? They can stay here, but you need to have them go outside the country to get the green. You just have to travel to Bombay once, though, to get the green card. That's the only difference. Okay. okay? You need to file a F2A case for them. Okay, I-130 plus 485 combined ka submit chayali, no, only I-130? No, I-130 with the council processing. Okay. And one, one more. One second. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I have that. Yeah, I, I, I made a video just for that. That the main applicant oh. got the green card. The dependents did not get the green card. I want you to watch this video, okay? Okay. And I-130 apply to only lawyer. I would not recommend. You need to do the council processing. It's just not I-130. There is I-130. I did switch forward to. There are a lot of forms involved in it, okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, then. Thank you. Srinivas? Hear me, Rahul. Srinivas, can you be loud? Uh, can you hear me, Rahul? Now, go ahead, Srinivas. Thank you. Uh, I have a question about, so my perm uh, is approved, and I'm planning to file an I-140, and then I noticed a mistake in terms of... Uh, uh, the previous employer start date that I mentioned is off by an year and I'm going to be submitting an uh, employment letter which has a correct dates. So is this discrepancy going to affect and how, you know, what is the impact on the I-140 yeah, yeah, it's a clerical error though. As long as you're meeting the requirements though, okay, of the labor certification with or without it, you'll be fine. Yeah, so I... You got it? Yeah, so you, in terms of requirements, can you, uh, I'm not sure about that. So, so let's, say for, let's say, for example, the position requires five years. And without this one year, you're meeting the requirement, you're good. 
okay sure yeah i just went the clerical error uh, decreased my experience by one year so in proper i am more experienced in terms of like actual thank you what is the position the position requires how many years experience uh five years how many years of experience you have i have five and a half with counting your existing employer without counting the existing employer um with okay that i do not know sir so i will i will catch up i will get to know that so yeah. as long as you meet the requirement without that one year you're good so only sure. only main thing next person thanks anusha hello uh, hi rahul i am anusha i am asking this question for my brother i am on h1b and i did uh, i applied my for my brother i applied b2 and he got it in 2015 and uh, this year he came to us to visit me and he stayed here for 6 months in this 6 months period he just continued his job from india it is like work from home okay um, and he went back to india and he start um, he applied for f1 visa he got admission mm -hmm. in united state uh, ucm university of central missouri and uh, he he attended for f1 interview there he said what you they they got to know right he has uh, uh, visited us in 2022 and uh, they asked a question like what did you do uh, in these 6 months over there then he immediately told like uh, every weekend we used to visit some places and with in in week this i used to do my work then they said uh, you are yeah he is not he is not supposed to work ma'am yeah but it is not like uh, in us right he worked for india company like work from home he just continued his work no ma'am that's illegal yeah they said like uh, it is some sort of illegal yeah they, even they told okay. and he he they refused they they refused his uh, b1 visa he, they rejected the b1 b2 visa and uh, f1 also They cancel that visa. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're they going to do. He's not. You need to. That's you need to follow our YouTube until you get the green card, ma'am. He's not supposed to be working in, uh, remotely in India while sitting in USA. Okay, that's violation of the immigration laws here. Okay, next person, please. He rightfully rejected it. Bharat. Hi, uh, my name is Bharat. Uh, I'm actually uh, working on H-1B visa for the past seven years. and i have an i140 approved with a eb3 uh, the uh, reason i have a question where actually there is a reason uh, i'm planning to transfer outside the united states as a project manager for the same company's uh, overseas division for a period of uh, one year and few months will i be able to after that period is over transfer back on an l1a uh, and uh, come back and work for the same employer in the us and use the old priority date the eb3 priority date will there be any issues or is there anything that i need to keep in mind well all what you're telling in theory looks good okay? okay but the question is you know just because i go to uh kenya and train with elliot kichopi who is the record holder of marathon okay with all the young boys will i be able to go it in two and a half hours marathon i don't that's very hard is it right right so the main thing is when you go there are you going to supervise more than 10 people that's the main question that pops up the second question is once you come back into united states are you going to supervise more than 10 people 
that will be the main thing of course there are all other side things right just because they give you a title of ceo they give you a cto they give you whatever not the title is not important the more important is whether you are going to directly supervise 10 people or not okay got it right. and if if you supervising 10 people yeah all what you said theoretically can be done next person please anil yeah uh, sir i have a question so uh, i have my 60 days uh, grace period ends on uh, say 228 and if i fight for a uh, circumstances by 220 and assuming if i get a job uh, before that uh, circumstances get approved can i still file for a h1b transfer or i i have to go out of country and uh, so 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 hmm. when is the 60 day expiring uh, 228 if you are going to if if 228 so if you file a and circumstances uh, ead okay say one um, week before you can do it right now and okay. but if you if you file a h1b before 228 though you don't have to go outside the country it's only okay. after you file uh uh, uh only if you f- file from march 1st then you need that irrespective of whether my ead is approved or not irrespective of whether ead is approved or not you're right okay and second question is uh, my wife is on h4 and she is not working is there anything i need to do as part of that uh, com- uh, as part of that filing no you don't we just have to mention her name but as such you don't have to do anything unless you want to file her ead too okay god god thank you ashish you can watch the video that uh, you probably already did i guess next person please hello rahul uh, this is ashish uh, this i am asking this question for my wife my wife is working full time on h1b in a company uh, her uh, h1 uh, was expiring september 15 2022 they filed a extension case extension um, and then uh, they got she got they got three rfcs first two rfcs uh, were delayed uh, they had to raise a service request and uh, they got the rfe the simple rfe like passport copy or something and third rfe even uh, their attorney raised the case uh, they didn't get the rfe uh, they, they said that uh, when when the attorney called they said that supervisor will be calling but even that supervisor could not help so their attorney filed a new case new extension case uh, mm-hmm. in premium in parallel mm-hmm. so today they closed that case saying it's administratively case was administratively closed with the new case was closed or the old case is closed new case hmm, that's very and surprising that, okay and then um, our <coughs> previous uh, h1 was valid till september 25 2022 so what is what is what should we do now in terms of uh, uh, if the case if the previous case that was filed is suddenly rejected um, should we immediately should she immediately leave the country or is there any alternative yeah that would be better though but your lawyer is doing good job of do filing a refile and mm-hmm. i'm very surprised that the administrator closed it he sh- he can do motion to reopen that case okay she is uh, we are we are having a newborn just one month old baby so it's not a good time for us to leave out of the country so uh, we are trying uh, to he can file a motion to, he can file a motion to reopen okay for the existing case if we are not receiving any response proper response uh, so what you can do is file a freedom of information foia uscis you may get the rfe from there 
Okay. okay that I'll we give can you file that, that yeah, attorney file. should file that. Okay. And then no, yeah, anything uh, we can do with the senator. Uh, 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 no, just file the freedom of information. That will be much better. You can contact okay. the senator too. But file sure. this one. Okay. okay. You may get an RFE there. And then we'll see immediately so go out of Sure, uh, sir. Uh, if she, will she immediately go out of status if the original case is rejected? Yeah, uh, she will go out of status. I mean, with the 180 day or 60 day, when does that count? For but, me, but that count? The, since the time of denial, the 180 days starts. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Then. Uh -huh. um, Thank you. Anu, Anusha, your brother he needs to consult a lawyer. You guys need to understand that you, you guys did a lot of illegal activities here in the United States. He first, he needs to understand. And then he needs to fill a DS-160 form in a proper way and apply the visa again. But he will have a very higher chance of getting denied. Next person, please. Vasu. Hi, Rahul. This is Vasu. This is a question related to file for my wife. Mm -hmm. My wife, she is working H4 EAD and it is going to expire on February. And already she got H4 approval for 2024. Mm -hmm. And we applied mm -hmm. also for H4 EAD. We received a receipt notice also. So, okay. so she can work so, right from after uh, February also. You, you, you filed a H EAD extension. H4 is already approved. Yes, she can work only up to 540 days. Oh, thank you. Thank you. She, she, she is not required to travel to Mexico and maybe those things nope. are not. That's all, you, because she, you said to me that the H4 is extended to 2024 or something like that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank Anybody you. has any questions, please post them in the message board, guys. I'll try to answer. Navi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Nav. Uh, I have two questions uh, regarding green card application. So uh, my I-485 got approved last week and I was on F1 OPT uh, and I applied for green card through EB1A. Uh, I received the... You must be a uh, smart guy. Thank you. You must be a smart I, guy, I, yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, I approved the... Uh, uh, sorry, I got the approval notice, but I haven't received the green card yet. I wanted to travel next week. And I was looking into uh, options like how um, I can travel. Can you I can make the... an info. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't carry that. You need to make an info pass appointment. And I don't know if you can get an appointment such fast. And so they will I, stamp I your passport. I did that, mm -hmm. Rahul. And I got an appointment for next week. But they are asking me to show that I have any emergency. And I don't know what, what, I, mean, what I can show for emergency. Uh, the officer called me to. Won't your grandmother has? Won't your ma grandmother has cough, cold? No, my grandmother is not doing well, but I don't know how to say well, that. A, how to prove that? Well, get an email from your dad. Your grandmother is not doing well, and we want to see you a text or something like that. Show it to them. Oh, great! Thank Doesn't you so your grandmother much. want to see you? Of course. That's I have not traveled for okay. last three years. I was on F one. Yeah. So okay. Well, have your father send a text to you. Whatever you told me right now about your grandmother. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Harish. Hi, hi, Rahul. Um, so I have a two-part question. Uh, I got laid off um, in November. Um, assuming the conservative stance is my grace period starts from the day of 
um, I stopped working, mm-hmm. not not my last week of employment, mm-hmm. not my last mm-hmm. paycheck. I'm on H-1B. I don't have any I-140 approved, but my wife's also on H-1B. It seems to me like the, the best way forward is to get onto H-4 and then continue yeah. to look for jobs. What I want to yes. understand, what would the process look like if I get a job and apply for my new employer tries to file for a new H-1B in premium while my H-4 is still processing? How do I... Uh, at that point of time, there is a slight chance that they may approve the H-1B with the I-94. Because we normally request, hey, buddy, why don't you approve, adjudicate the H-4 and H-1B at the same time? But some of the officers won't do it. No, we won't approve it. Tell me which consulate do you want to send it to. So then you have to go outside the country. Do you have the passport stamping, H-1B stamped in the passport for you? Yes. When is it expiring? Uh, end of next year. End of 2020. Okay, then you can do one one thing. You can always get the, if they do the consular processing approval, you just go to Mexico and come back. But if they approve, if the consular approves both H1 and H4, then what is it they're going to, what is, what visa am I going to be at the end of it? Well, consular, the H4 can never be approved with the consular process. Okay, in your first instance, if the guy is a nice guy, and if they, if he ends up like, uh, like, we end up approving both the cases, both the cases in the I-94, okay, on the same day. You can consider yourself to be an H-1B. Okay, and is the preferred recommendation is to file for consular processing for through my new employer or just for a change of status? Um, in in your case, it's consular processing. Why? Which- because I'll tell you why. Because if I don't do consular processing, though, I'll get an RF. There's a good chance for it. Okay, and that will delay it. Uh, I do I, for you. I will go with the consular processing, and I will tell you to go to Mexico. When you come back, you show the H1B of the Microsoft approval in the passport, but you show the I-797 of the Apple, and you tell that I am not going to work for Microsoft. I'm going to work for Apple, and they will give you the I-94 for Apple, and then you're good. Why I won't suggest the other people is if they don't have the passport stamping, they have to go to India to get the passport stamping and come back. That may take a long time. For them, I prefer the change of status. For you, consular processing. So I don't have to do anything manually to cancel the H-4 that is in processing. All I have to do is just go out and come back and show my new answer. That's right. Then H-4 is automatically canceled. Because while the change of status is pending, if you travel outside the country, it's canceled. Next person, and this will be the last person, guys. I'll take some questions uh, who are posting on the message. Um, Kumar? Kumar, hi, I can't hear. Yeah, uh, we can hear you. Go ahead, Kumar. Yeah, hi, Rahul. You know, this, I'm a, I just got my re, uh, GC recently, and uh, the question is regarding the naturalization. Uh, just want to know, you know, what is the maximum duration I can be out of the country for the next couple of years? Just because, you know, we lost my family member who is very key. And we need to, I need to support in, you know, my in-laws back in India. Okay. So are you going to travel there for more than six months or less than six months? I, I'm open to travel, you know, as many times as possible for the next couple of years. So I want to see, you know, how can I do it with least impact? Uh, yeah. So I, I exactly don't know. Try to keep it under six months. That's for sure. I will tell you. Okay. And the total period of time out of the past five years before you go for citizenship, you must be physically present in this country for more than two and a half years. 
Okay, so two and a half years and then not more than six months. These are the key. Six months. These are the two keys. If you can follow that, you don't need to consult a lawyer. But if you don't want to follow up, follow those two things though, okay? You need to consult a lawyer. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. Okay, let me go with the questions that I'm getting you guys. Yes, Sunil, even though you got an EB2 EAD and even if you worked on EB2 EAD, you, if you're working with the same company, you can still use the same labor certification to get an EB3 approval and then keep it on the side. You don't have to use it. You just get an EB3 approval. Wait, if the EB3 moves forward, you use it. If your prior date is current, you move, you use it. My wife's case of the first extension case rejected. Can she move to H4? No, because Ashish, her identity for already expired. So it's better to consult a lawyer. But you have a good lawyer, though. That one thing that I can tell you. The lawyer you have is a good lawyer. Regarding naturalization, recently got GC. Okay, that, I covered it. Well, there are no more questions coming up, I guess. That's it. Thank you guys for coming. Oops, I got a question. Big one. I'm on H1B and I-140 approved in EB2. My wife is on H4, not working. My six degree ends on 228. It files, but not until 3.30, okay. Uh, if you if you get a job after 2.28 though, you will have to go outside the country to get the H-1B. There is no changing from compelling circumstances EAD to h one Can I start working? Or no, you cannot start working until the EAD is approved. Your wife can file an EAD or we can just mention her in there. We don't have to do anything about her. She is considered to be dependent on you anyway. What are the conditions for beneficiary to cap exempt for H-1B? Well, H-1B must have been approved with the I-94 or must have been stamped in the passport. Harish, I would want you to shift to the H-4. Don't take a risk. You can always take a risk once you file the H-4, though. It will be easier that way. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be on Tuesday. There's no conference call on Monday, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.